You were back. We're recording. We're recording, guys. It's okay. It's the first six cents lockdown podcast. Hello. You can speak up. We can't uh, speak now, guys. <laughs> yep. Check. Check. Can you hear coming in loud and clear there, Bill? I can hear all you, like. I think it's working. I Good. think it's Good. working. We've still got the Lorgi down here, too, so it's all right. And with this, yep. folks, with this. Yep. How are you all keeping all it in the lockdown, lockdown anyway? Keeping it locked down, man. Keeping it locked down. Fucking have uh, subscribed to the Now TV, Netflix, Disney Channel, Sky TV. Pornhub. WWE Network. <laughs> Pornhub. Mexican Hub. <laughs> Here, does, your, does the Netflix down south, is it different to the up north? I always, we have a lot more stuff with Michael Collins. That's what I thought. Jeez, <laughs> take out all the any British paraphernalia and stuff. No, nothing with a Union Jack. Yeah, that's it. It's like whenever WWF had the change over. You can't use the WWF. The popular series, The Crown, is uh, called The Comp. Uh, <laughs> it's just called. It's called The Pope. <laughs> the Netflix ident has come out, you black and tans. <laughs> 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 anyway, well, welcome everybody to our unique podcast. Um, three of the members are um, self-isolating in their their own respective bat caves, um, and we're here to talk about the Netflix sensation that is Tiger King. I'm the king of the jungle. They call me Tiger Man. Any of No? Nobody? No. No. Don't know that no, one. No. Lost us, sir. But here, I mean, you kind of, you know, there is a lot of singing in this program. But, uh, <laughs> there is. He <laughs> <laughs> was going to do Here, Kitty Kitty. Here, Kitty Kitty. Well, here we, but I'll hear Kitty Kitty later. Oh, yes. nice. nice. <laughs> I was, I was, was going to hear that young, uh, young Joe Exoticals there. Doesn't sing his own tunes. I'm like, oh, I know. Shit. Really? Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. shocked. <laughs> 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 you mean he threw away a load of money to get some band to play his stuff for him and sing for him? What? No way. I think he's got this money just to throw I'm, away. How long? Like, how long? Was that not done like in 1990 with Jeff Jarrett? I'll tell you what, just before going to uh, kick through this, you're kind of going episode by episode, Bill, is this correct? Yeah, we'll go through episode by episode and just, you know, for anybody out there that hasn't watched it yet, um, spoiler alert, watch all seven episodes of Tiger King on Netflix at the minute. If you don't have Netflix, you can get a free month or whatever. Chances are you've probably got it because you're in self-isolation like everyone else. So this, you know, we're just going to go through episode by episode and have have a better crack. Um, 
indeed. Well, I'll tell yep. you what, because you're saying about the sensation that this is, and everybody over the fucking world's talking about it, especially now. That was our boss lady, Michelle Mall, was just Ew. trying to say, No, it's a party. Yes. <laughs> indeed, it is. So, where were we? <laughs> uh, so, basically, everybody and their grandma's talking about this, and everybody's watching it because, as Bill pointed out, we're all in isolation. So, I jumped on where we're going to be doing this podcast. I jumped on and started watching it. I'll tell you what, it was going on like, all right, well, fuck, here we go. We'll watch this fucking show me talking about. But within five minutes, as Stevie said before we came on camera, within five minutes, the first episode, I was like, okay, here we go. And you're in. You're in. Straight away. It's and like, you go down a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, just to outline essentially what Tiger King's about. Tiger King basically follows a... Um, American from Deep South. Uh, it's not really Deep South. I think he is from Deep South. Where is it? It's not Georgia. It's somewhere else. I forget where it is. Um, but it is somewhere down it's South. USA. You where? Where? It's it's fucking Hexville, USA. Hexville, That's just USA. He owns <laughs> he owns this. We'll say petting zoo. He owns a petting zoo called GW Zoo, named after his dead brother. Um, and basically it's his story he owns a lot of tigers 200 odd tigers there's other animals as well and he seems to be in a running feud with another lady who is a a quasi animal rights activist would you say carol baskin mm, yeah she has a shitload uh, of tigers right. as well bill get yeah. it right it's carol fucking baskin carol fucking baskin um, yeah. so we're going to go straight into the first episode and the first episode is called Not Your Average Joe and it's basically it is just an introduction to the world we get we get to meet some of the characters and some of the players that we'll, um, we'll be encountering over the seven episodes so the main one we got to talk about him guys Joe Exotic what a guy Creep. real name of Joe Dirt. <laughs> it's Joe Dirt. It's got to be what Joe Dirt's based on. Here, checks Joe Dirtay. Joe Dirtay. Space Peanuts. Michelle, the, the female per, uh, perspective on this, what do you think of our Joe Exoticals there? He's a creep. He's got a hell of a hobble <laughs> bar moustache. He's a creep. He's disgusting. His mullet is. He's, he's just everything that you wouldn't want with someone. He, he just disgusts me. Well, let's I just get him out of the bag. You having a fucking snowball's chance with him, Michelle? Because he no. is 100%, 110% gay. There you G-A-Y. go. He is. Well, I mean, how do you, how do you I, get that? Yeah. Well, I was about to say about his husband's. His his husband's he's polygamous. Uh, yeah, he's got um, he's got two he, husbands. I mean, with his husband yep. John, it got me questioning where are the teeth. Um, <laughs> but we find out later on that. Um, yeah, we find out later on there's a reason why his mouth is the way it is, and it's not yep. for sexual reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first the first thing I said to the the wife. 
whenever I saw his face on the on my TV was that f- somebody needs to fucking tell that guy to lay off a toffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very innocent of you, Bill. <laughs> it's like holy fuck. It's like it's like those things at the fairground when he smiles, you know, and you you have the re rifle and you take a shot at the clown with the fucking teeth, and it's like ping 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 ping. ping. <laughs> he ever got rid of his fucking smile? Is walking around with about twelve of those big teddy bears. It's it's amazing. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here. We shouldn't really talk about people's, um, you know, physical attributes in this, even though, uh, you know, there there's a lot of weirdness and weird looking sort yeah. of people in the world. You know, we're we're not exactly well. Some of us are are less. All of the weird looking people are in that show. All of them. <laughs> all the people. Yeah, yeah, all all of them. There's quite a lot. There is quite a lot. The most characters things right. in that show are the tigers. Yeah, I mean the again tigers the first episode, the first episode just essentially introduces us to, um, you know, the main premise of the story is tigers in captivity, and it kind of does shine a light. Sorry to get boring and environmentally here, but it does kind of shine a light on the sad fact that there are more tigers in captivity in America than are actually in the wild in the world. So it, it, yeah. it kind of, for me, the whole Tiger King thing, it sort of had, it resonated that it was almost like, um, it was very American, it was very Americana. It showed you the bad side of of um, economics and, and, and even um, democracy and all this sort of stuff yeah. in America. I think it, it highlights quite a lot of things that are wrong with America. Uh, but anyway, we want to try and keep it light, keep it funny. So anyway, well, that's, go, go that's what I was going to say. It's, it's, it also highlights that, yes, there's more tigers in captivity in America than there is the rest of the world. And quite possibly there are more fucking weirdos in America than there is in the rest of the world. Um, you know, it's, it's just fucking scary how... People, I mean, there uh, isn't. It, if I'm, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. In the first episode, there was actually a guy who fucking released a load of tigers. He owned a load of tigers and released them on the town. He lost his shit and released yep. them on the town. Yes, I do remember. Twenty tigers. Imagine not just walking down the street. Oh, what about your tiger? Yes, uh, there Christ. was there was a there was an incident. What a sad one that. Yeah, there was. I remember that. I actually remember that story being in the news at the time. Uh, about this guy just basically lost his shit. He collected all these weird animals and fucking released them. Just had a meltdown, and there was people like going, like phoning the cops and going, "There's a fucking lion staring at me through my fucking living room window here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we have to deal with down here is like math heads and piss heads, but a fucking lion staring at you through windows. You don't need that. I don't need that at home. Like. Although, Absolutely. yeah. A weird thing, there used to be, I mean, we've all seen the memes, uh, people listening will have probably seen a shitload of the memes out of context, but there was one, I think it was maybe the Ulster Fry or something put up, and it was Tiger's Bay, put your man's face up, but the weird thing is, there used to be a guy in Tiger's Bay in Belfast that had a fucking lion. Yes! His name was Buck Alec. Buck Alec. He used to walk the fucking lion out in the street. What? The lion was de-teethed. It didn't have teeth. 
but it's still well, was it declawed as well? I don't know if it was declawed, but it was certainly deteethed. And she used to walk he used to walk the fucking land Tigers Bay in Belfast. So realistically this land could give you a big cuddly hug and gum you to death? Gum you to death. Well I would if, if he didn't oh, declaw it, it would probably kill you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just the power of it. But I so there you go. I mean it's not so it's not out of the realm, but it's just in this <laughs> fucking thing it was like there's way too many fucking tigers here per square meter, like. Are you yeah. sure? Um, wasn't just walking a big gummy mattler about. No, and it wasn't a it wasn't a guy in a costume wearing an orange sash either. It was definitely <laughs> it was it was definitely a lion. And I know you are all sitting there wondering, was it a Protestant lion or a Catholic lion? It was Tigers Bay. Tigers Bay. It was Tigers Bay. Bay. It was hillbilly land. Come on. Sorry, did you say hillbilly or kingbilly? (laughs) (laughs) King Billy had a ten foot land. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) we get to know we get to know a wee bit about Joe and what he's all about and you know he's a he's a kind of guy that he craves the limelight, and he's got his own internet TV show. Um, there's a guy doing, walking around doing a documentary, a guy called Rick Kirkham, who yeah. has made his name in reality TV anyway, so he's walking around getting all this footage, and we basically see, you know, Joe, Joe is Joe, craves the limelight, loves, he, he does genuinely seem to like and, and love the animals. I mean, I, I don't think he could do that kind of thing and not actually be good at it yeah i I agree with that i uh, you know because at the start you kind of go all right he's a bit strange all right but and he's eccentric and stuff like that there obviously it's not later on that you start to realize he's yeah he's it's it's the it's the but listen man i'm like signing two fucking (laughs) ego's a fucking powerful thing See, once you start getting people getting attention, you only have to see it now. Fuck my God, we're getting really serious here. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, you see people here on reality TV all the time and they end up, think, crashing and fucking burning. And that's what was happening yep. to this guy, you know? Yep. It happens so quick. But he actually, Sometimes, yeah. you know, just thrown into the limelight and it fucks with your head. Yeah. It was actually, there was a part of him, a little part of him reminded me of a little bit of Brent, David Brent. Yes. And that, was it his I would Prince agree. Albert? I would agree with that. On and... <laughs> Just that kind of sad clown thing about him, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he craved, he, he literally craved attention. Craved, um, he craved the limelight, and you know, just he wanted cameras on him all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he played up to the cameras. The thing that really sort of struck me was everything about him was very typically American. I mean, cowboy hat, um, yeah. you know, cowboy boots, gun mm-hmm. strapped to the side at all times. Yeah. I mean, you know, all times. All he would just shoot it in the air, yeah, randomly, like yeah. For, for for the crack. Because of like, what, do you, what do you call it? What do you call it in that Will Ferrell movie? The other guys, a pop shot or something? The uh, desk yeah. pop. Desk pop. <laughs> <laughs> just shot, shot in there. That was but called I'm... the exotic pop. <laughs> <laughs> that was somewhere else. <laughs> but that, that's not... <laughs> That's the crazy thing about the documentary. You start watching it going, all right, what the fuck? 
you don't think it's going. You wonder where it's going to go. I know yeah. it says at the start about the you know yes, there he got you know what happens then he gets accused of the murder and st- or yeah, sorry, plotting the murder. Yeah, um, but yeah. So so essentially, the, the first episode we get introduced to Joe Carol Baskin, who's his nemesis. We get introduced to another guy called uh, what is it, Doc. Um, uh, Doc Antle, we get introduced to Doc Antle and maybe a few other ones that run similar sanctuaries and, and things like that. But it also, the la- the last part of the episode alludes to um, this murder plot. So we don't, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's uh, if we weren't already hooked on what's going on, we've been, uh, the producers of this very clever, they've, they've hooked us in with this whole thing of like animal sanctuaries and, you know, different opinions. And then it's like, all right, they they give us a wee rug pull at the end. It's like, well, actually, there's a whole fucking murder thing we need to look at. And it's like, oh yeah. fuck, right? Okay, so yeah. we're we're it, it's got us, it's it's yeah. got us by the first episode. Yeah, what do you think of that? It does sound. That's what they call the Sylvester Stallone cliffhanger, sir. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it sets up in the, in the pretty much like you have Joe Exotic, I think in Oklahoma, I think he is Charlie Boskins based out of Florida. Yeah. And you have your man Doc uh, over in South Carolina, I believe it was. So if these three people, it gives you an insight into what type of people would run a fucking big cat sanctuary. sanctuary yeah. like. So yeah. giving a bit of background, like, I want yeah. to know Michelle, like, being, again, the female point of view here. What did you think everybody, what was your take on your man Doc? Before you answer that, can we go in, right, so we're basically, yeah, we're done with the first episode. It's episode two then. That brings us in, and it brings us more in the. It brings us more in the Joe's world, more in the Carl's world, and more in the Doc's world. And it's Doc's world that sort of intrigued me a wee bit more. It's like, yeah. I mean that. It's almost like Doc Antle has. People were saying he's got three wives. Yeah, and it's like he doesn't see them as wives. He sees them as girlfriends or you know workers. They work some like. 18 to 20 hours a day in his big cat places, tending to the animals and things like that. And, it, and the one thing that got me was there was a line of questioning that the documentary guy went down and he asked him about certain other people and how do you, how do you react to people saying about your brainwashing these? And Doc cut him off straight away and says, yeah, I've been hearing this for 35 years. This is not a cult. Yeah, he he used the yeah. word. The other he, guy didn't. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and me and Sarah, been watching, no, the missus has been watching it, and we were the before that even was said, we were like, "That's a cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's got a cult. It, it is There's clearly being done here." And yeah. then he said that we went, "Oh, there you go. He said it is a cult." Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it was kind of like you, you get the way inside in your mind, well, like that his uh, mentor as well. Was like a an Indian fucking guru guy. Yeah, actually, what he set up here more or less is a fucking harem, really. Yeah, it yeah. is. Of all these like uh, fucking young girls, maybe eighteen, nineteen year old, that fucking have an experience of goddamn. But that that's that's where sorry, that that's where um you know his your girl Barbara Fisher comes into it, who's the apprentice, and she says that it just seemed to be a lot of young girls came along to work for him and mm-hmm. it was basically it was just dodgy as fuck 
Yeah. It's just, it just seemed really weird. You know, it's yeah. just all these, all these ladies, all these, it was all young, sort of attractive, almost, you know, runaways that yeah. didn't know any better that seemed to, which, you know, it seemed to, which is, that's the target. That's, that's who people that's in a cult would target. You know, people wait, people, people that need wait. something, you know, they yeah. need love or they need a shelter or they need food. They need, you know, yeah. safety. That's what they promise them for, you know, for idolizing but, them, if you will. Yeah. An interesting point, which I know will be in the third episode, but Carol Baskin herself was a runaway. Yeah. You know, kind of weird. You, think about it, you know, there's a kind of, there's a theme throughout this whole thing. I mean, yeah. same as Joe Exotic's husbands, they're all runaways, they're all guys. I mean, they're uh, about 19. I can't remember. It's been a week since they, you know, do you find out that the two guys aren't even gay? You know, the yeah, mm, the husbands, it's husbands aren't gay. Yeah, they're not gay. You know, it's it's, it's weird. It's such a fucked up world that these people are living in. It's like it's very detached. But we're talking about we're talking about a world that seems to have a fucking any god's amount of money. I mean, it, it's that's the one thing about. Mm-hmm each one of those people I mean they're not shy of a few pounds even you know as mad yeah. as your man Joe Exotic is he he had a lot of fucking money same he, same. he had he was had he loads. like 600 plus dollars or something to people to come in yep. to the zoo yeah. at a time but yeah mm-hmm. but the yeah. thing is I mean, he wasn't the most I mean you look at the guy Mario Tabrori uh, he was like fuck and uh, uh, he was the base. Basically, thought he was Scarface. Scarface, yeah. hi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, where do you start? I know that's uh, that's just fucking madness. It's 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 like again, it's this world. I mean, your man, um, as you say, your man Mario. I mean, that's a guy. Like he openly said, you know, yeah, I worked for the mafia. Um, the movie Scarface, yeah, that was based on my life. Um, he was caught shifting fucking loads and loads of drugs, and then yeah. all of a sudden, just yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna raise tigers now. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder where some, thing. yeah, and you wonder where some of his victims ended up. Let's just put it that way. Well, With yeah, that James takes us in the that'll take weeks. us somewhere else here. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean that tiger that that fucking world that all reasons living it's it's like cloud cuckoo land i think it's like it's totally fucking weird and different without being libelous allegedly and shit like that there it would put you in mind of human trafficking because they all seem to have all different parts throughout the country they all are linked with each other and they oh, all yeah. seem to provide these wee fucking cubs and stuff to oh, yeah. all yeah. these yeah, yeah. each other. It's, it's, it's almost really like things. a. It's almost like if you scratch the surface, you're getting into some sort of underworld here mm-hmm. of like everybody knows. And again, that's something we can come on to in the last episode. Um, we'll we'll skip that now. But um, yeah. the other thing in this episode was we actually saw, <laughs> we actually saw a fucking uh, gruesome uh, attack. We actually saw mm-hmm. a tiger yeah. attack one of the workers in Joe's place. Um, it's your, it's Kelsey Saf- Safri, who's now, mm-hmm. 
she's now a he. Yeah, yes, gender yes. man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, the, the fucking tiger, the fucking tiger took her arm off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. She had a chance. <clears throat> Go ahead. She, oh shit! Like he takes her arm out. I think she was said. So if it took her arm out on the Monday, she was working the Friday. Aye, right, she was back yeah, to work yeah. five days later. But that's the thing. Had, she had the opportunity. I'm not going back for a fortnight. She's back on Friday. <laughs> she um, she had the opportunity to do physio and stuff and possibly get her arm working, but it might have took up to two years. But I think that, 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 that kind of highlights it. the the bullshit that is American healthcare system. I think. Yeah, um, she I'm wouldn't have been insured. She didn't have anything anything to fall back on, couldn't afford the surgery, and it's like literally just fucking lop it it off. And then that's why she went back to work. Because those guys were getting paid $150, which is what, about 80 quid a week? Yeah. They were literally, the food that was coming, the the, the food, I think, isn't that the second? Uh, The food comes in, and it's all, they get first choice before the Tigers. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like for for anybody listening there that hasn't watched this, um the, the, the fucking the they were saying about Doc whatever his fuck his name is, Doc's Doc place. Handel. Doc Ock. They're saying like his place it's about it costs about ten grand a year to feed a tiger. Yeah. One tiger, ten grand a year to feed one tiger. So uh your man George Zadik has two hundred odd tigers. He says I can feed a tiger for a year for three grand. How he's doing this? He's basically going to about your Walmart, all your fucking places, throwing out your dodgy meat, getting a truckload of stuff back to his place to feed his tigers on a fucking budget. However, his workers get to go through said meat and pick out like, oh, there's a, I think it's only two days out of date, and that's yeah. food for the fucking week. Like, which that, that was that to me was rude. Really, it was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the tigers are treated better than the actual people working there. Mm. Which yeah. I was all, I was worried about before I even started watching it because I said to Bella, is there brutality on, on the animals? So I don't want to watch it if there is. But no, it's not so much the animals. It, 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 it's worse seeing what the staff go through. Yeah. It's so the you know, hard that's the thing, though, and again, fuck, you know, this is, <laughs> we're a comedy group, we're fucking, we're getting quite serious, we're getting but getting serious. <laughs> we are, but it, it, you can't go any other way, it's, it, it, you know, there's fucking victims wherever you fucking turn in this show, like, yeah. really yeah. and truly. Yeah. Oh, I, and I, I, again, I don't want to fucking be, bleed on about fucking America and stuff, I think it highlights how hierarchies work, just in the world in general. You've got the fucking yep. main guy who has the fucking everything spoils a war, and then everybody else just it just trickles down, and everybody else at the bottom gets what's left, the scraps. And I think it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Mm. And they do. They, they they it shows how it's every man for himself or woman. You know, it's it's and that's that's basically what it. We'll say it's almost they, like a juxtaposition of. You know, the if if the tigers were out in the out in the wild, they'd have to fucking fight to survive. Whereas they're the ones captivity. It's the staff that almost have to yeah. fight to survive. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's fucking. <laughs> I don't weird. know if you've seen it. I don't know if you ever seen it in face. I think it might have been Facebook. Someone put it up. Was that it's like a 
It's like a fucking hillbilly version of fucking Game of Thrones. I saw that, <laughs> and yes, there there was, was definitely so some parallels. Definitely, big time. It's it's big fucking time. weird, but anyway, we've seen. So essentially, the the second episode then dealt with it showed us the parks. Carol Baskin's park is a beautiful animal sanctuary, we'll say, um, where people come and they donate money to see the animals. There's a lot of there's a lot of charity work being done to make sure that these animals are treated well. So it's like instead of like being a sideshow thing, she is tapping into the you know, the element of the, you I'm know, saving. Uh, I'm saving these animals. Um, you yeah. know, but to me, they were still in fucking cages, you know, just that's bigger the, cages. That's Long. exactly ages. That's the point. Well, that's the point I was about to make. She's being interviewed at one point and there's a big fuck off land. Sorry for my, my explanation, a big fuck off land. But it's, <laughs> you know, it was hunched up in a wee pot. There's like a feeding cage, so there's like a big cage, and then there's like a smaller cage where it's got their like their food and their drink. I think it's more for their water. And this big fucking thing, I, I that was the first thing I hoped in on was that, yeah, was the the, the land trying to, to get the food and stuff, you know. But so right. I, I don't believe. I think mm. you know this your woman, your woman did nothing. It didn't really sit right with me from the very start with her. No, there's something um, weird. For me, the whole thing, it, it just, it's, it was weird. But then that, that actually takes us nicely into episode three, which is called The Secret. And yeah. what is it we find out? Harold's first husband disappeared mysteriously. Millionaire husband. Fucking, yes. They mm-hmm. didn't know how much money he left. And, and that's, I was going to say that, you know, the the thing that I noticed, I watched a couple of episodes again just to get back there to give me a re sort of revisit it. And I was saying just before we came on, there's a part in the first episode where her now new husband was she was walking along and they were take she was looking at all the dead the tigers that had passed away and it was like the re sort of plaques. And he walked behind her and she just turned very quickly and went, You're following me again. Now, when I first watched that, I didn't think anything of it. But as the show went on, I, I'm watching it again. I went, oh, that was sinister as fuck. And then just the add that, he turned around and called her the Mother Teresa of the Tigers. Well, straight away, I didn't like either of them. Yeah, so, that's so not getting a good back fucking to, name. No. So getting back to episode three, yeah. um, as you say... The, it starts, it, I mean, that, again, as Cack said earlier, at the end of episode two, that's what it threw, uh, threw us, was this husband that went missing and, you know, that she might have fed it to the taggers and stuff like that there. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm not going to fucking, I, it looks like I'm doing nothing for the rest of the day because every time this end of the day, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck pissing and anything like that there. i got to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so essentially we're we're given this we're given this other sort of s- sideways narrative that uh, Carl Baskin has a history. Um, we find out that her her animal sanctuary didn't actually belong to her; it belonged to her um, husband, her second husband actually, who was called Don Lewis. Um, Don Lewis basically picked her up when she was eighteen or nineteen at a yeah. 
at a petrol station. He was filling up for gas. She just left her abusive <laughs> husband. The two clicked. He took took her home, and the rest is history, as they say. But the weird thing is, Mister Mister Lewis disappeared. He gone. He gone. Nobody's yeah. <laughs> and then five because he's disappeared. It, it, he's what was it? Took five years. Five years yeah. for a missing person to be presumed dead. And mm-hmm. as soon as he was presumed dead, then uh, it seemed... Um, well, again, there was all sorts of dodgy stuff happened there cause it, because essentially That's... it looks like um, Carl and a few other ones went in um, illegally into your man's office and maybe took the wills and amended yeah. the wills, possibly. Um, this is all hearsay. We don't know. According to Don Lewis's family, um, his two daughters and the wife, they certainly do think that she may have had something to do with his disappearance. And again, this takes us nicely into uh, what Mr. Joe Exotic thought about it all. Yes. Take it away, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's a big fan of horse, isn't he, old Joe? Well, the, thing that got me, the thing that shocked me more than anything in that he did his wee song, uh, Hello Kitty, <laughs> which was fucking awesome, but the woman he got to play, Carl Baskin, I actually thought it was fucking her at one point. Yeah, I exactly. in, the, in the video, yeah, it's crazy, absolutely fucking crazy. Although, I have to That's... say, I don't think that tune had a patch on, I saw a tiger. Oh, I, I, <laughs> oh, I, I would agree great. with that. But King. the oh. weird, the weird thing is about that whole, that whole thing was that it was essentially, you know, a lot of people might have been thinking it, but it was Joe Exotic and his addiction to the internet that sort of put it out there. And it just, he didn't give a shit. He unapologetic. It's like, no, Carl Baskin killed the husband. And you know what? She fed him to the fucking tigers. Did you see the fucking fast part of that? The whole fucking thing. Is there's a picture of her husband? (laughs) (laughs) And he... (laughs) He fucking put his eyes as well. He was going, hey, Carl, you murdered me or something. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking nearly died laughing when he started. He started going, hey, it's me beyond the grave and all this stuff. I thought, you fucking... Oh, fuck. but he that, he, he so didn't funny. let up, like. No, he did not. I put me in mind of uh, what your boy Brick Top says in Snatch. Never trust anybody out a pig farm. Yeah, exactly. But the weird, the, the weird thing was, he, he didn't just go online and say it time and time again. The guy recorded a song, he created a video, and he put it up. And you know what? Here's a wee bit. And I'll tell you what's weird about this, right? Joe Exotic is on Spotify. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Right. Now... Two days ago, I said to Stevie, Joe Exotic's on Spotify, and he's got more fucking lessons than Blessed Moon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now, <coughs> excuse me while I die here. He uh, had, no. here Kitty Kitty had 10,000 lessons. At the minute, it's sitting at 265,000 lessons. <laughs> That's some jump in two days. Now, I suppose we'd be a mess if we didn't play a wee bit of the song. Oh, hell yeah. 
Now, I'm not, I'm not pumping it through. I'm just going to play it on my phone for copyright reasons. This is fair use. I don't think Joe would give a shit. Um, I think he'd be happy with it. So let's give it a little listen. Mama's got a trick for you. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. And, you know, the, the documentary makers, to their credit, they go to Carl and she oh, she basically just laughs everything off and says, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard all about this. Yeah. They even said that I fucking cut him up and put him in the mincer and, you know, added a wee bit of sardine oil to make it go through. Cause, oh. And, you know, and you're sitting mm-hmm. there watching this going, this is almost like when OJ said that, he didn't fucking do it, but if he did, this is how he would have done it. It's yeah, fucking, it's exactly such a surreal that. moment. Well, funny yep. you say that. Yep. OJ Simpson. Yep. Can I know. believe that she did it. Yeah. OJ right. believes she did it. Yes. And his whole reason, basically, I've seen the memes as well, and, and basically the whole thing is, the joke is, I well, it takes a murderer to find a murderer. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fucking... Love bits. But it's... Oh. I mean, I mean that is that's such a segue into this anyway because we, you know, we're watching this show and we kind of think it's about somebody planning to kill Carl Baskin, and then we find out that there maybe there's more to this story than just meets the eye. Now whether whether Dawn did leave the country to Costa Rica or whatever to start a new life, or whether she did fucking grind him up and feed him to tigers, we probably never know. Although I did read this week that they are the police are reopening the case yes her dad's <laughs> right. they're reopening the case Michelle what do you think about that whole uh, thing with the disappearing ultimate what do you think I definitely think that she fed him to the tigers allegedly 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 Michelle I'm not part of the success she did it <laughs> Well, there you she go, folks. Just, that was she she, that was Michelle Mallon from the Dairy Girls saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, right? To me, she she looks like a master manipulator to me, right? And see all this, like she cares about the animals and everything else. Yeah, she's doing the same thing he's doing, just with less no, animals. She, I she's yeah. any She played the uh, butter wouldn't melt my mouth yeah. thing and. Playing upon the I'm the I'm the savior, you know, that she she really believes she is the mother Teresa of of fucking big cats. And then yeah. and she said something, I think is is it in the second I'm not maybe I'm going backwards and forwards, but anyway, there's a part where she meet she goes past all the people who are volunteering for her and she's like, Oh, I don't really know half these people. Yeah. You know, yeah. like fucking hell. What how you yeah. how, I fucking I don't know what's the word well apart from the usual words that we use but you know how you fucking because she doesn't care about the people she cares about herself and the yeah. word I was looking for 
Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, very arrogant, like, you know, as well. But yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, by now we're three episodes in and we're seeing that all these people are pretty much exactly the same. They all have the yeah. same kind of traits. Yeah. They're all, I, I would say, borderline psychopaths here. They're really only mm-hmm. focusing their interest in themselves. I mean, they're narcissists. Narcissists as well. Narcissists is what the word is. You know, it's, it's yeah. appearance. You know, it's yeah. the appearance and how they appear to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, well, you know, so we find out a bit more about that kind of aspect of the story. And then we go into episode four. And again, we're kind of, we're kind of lured in. Um, there's essentially, the episode is called Playing With Fire. <coughs> so... Essentially, we Which, find out that there's a there's essentially a, a catastrophe happens at Joe's place. Mm-hmm. Take it away, folks. What happens? <clears throat> it's, it's a fire. It's the filming, fire. The studio where he was filming all his shit got burnt down. Yeah. Uh, so immediately, as that episode kicks out, and you're going, fucking hell, he, the studio, some fucker burnt the studio down from a rival place. Although, he never seemed to have rivals coming at him, whereas he was like, I'm going to go and shoot this car Boston bitch in the head. He never had anybody coming at him like that. Mm-hmm. He, it had was... his, he had his detractors, but nobody atta- like said, I'm going to fuck this guy up. No. And so they went and burnt his place down. Apparently it was a few uh, alligators and next door and they suffered as well or died. Yeah. Died, so, yeah. But here's and where the, the kicker is. So immediately you're, as the viewer, when that episode kicks off, you're like, uh, poor bastard, like fucking this bit of shitty thing to happen. But then you figure out this guy might have done this himself, which yeah. more than likely he did. Why did he, he do it? Because he had a bottle of fucking uh, dodgy computers and whatnot that he wanted rid of. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, I, I felt it was to do with your man, the TV guy. Now, I don't yeah. think the TV guy did it, the producer. I'm talking about. Because I got it, Rick Kirkman. Um, yeah. the, the whole thing was that I think he was getting paranoid of all the stuff that he was filming. Yeah. Yes. From, from what I gather, from what I, I heard, it was that he was getting paranoid of all the stuff that Rick's thing, because he was filming everything. Yep. And, you know, that he, uh, oh, do you know Hello? <laughs> Rora? Is that you? Can you bring it in? <laughs> I can't move. Sorry, I'm trying to get a drink here because my throat's going funny. Hello? He's tied up. Thank he you. can't move. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live recording. Bill has now got his drink. See, we're talking about fucking... Give me a drink. Nah. But yeah, as I was saying, uh, your guy wrecked... Your mom was trying to put the blame. Joe was trying to put the blame on Rick. Yes. Because yes. essentially, he thought he was. I think he was getting paranoid. He was filming everything. He filmed things. I think even like they were vet. They were doing stuff without a vet and yes. stuff like that. There. Yeah. And then you see it cuts to a scene of him going to his lawyer, and his lawyer is basically telling him without you don't see it, but you kind of hear him going, "You know what to do." Yeah. You know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because he basically he was, the lawyer says, You've let this guy film all this stuff. Does he have anything on you? And Joe's like, Well, I don't think so. And he's like, How long is he filming? And he's like, Well, he's filming all the time. He says, Well, I would assume that he's got something. Get fucking rid of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, look, when Joe has the chat with Kirk and he says to him, like, uh, about you can't have this footage, he's like, man, you say, <laughs> Joe, you signed a fucking contract. I own all this all this footage. Yeah. I own it. Yeah. So, and then that's where he goes yep. to the lawyer, and the lawyer basically says, you know what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah. And then he mysteriously goes to a funeral on the other end of the country, you know, there's your alibi. I so mean, even did you see this the footage of the guy walking? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was that, that looked like Joe. That looked like Joe Exotic. Now again, exactly. that could have been wrong. That yeah, was exactly it's in, uh, the CCTV. Like, yeah. It was his walk. Joe Exotic's got a. He's a dodgy leg. He wears an knee brace and stuff. Yeah. He's got a distinct walk. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Not like him fucking walking with like a hood up. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. Some of his, uh, some of Joe's employees were like, "That's Rick Kirkham going in there and burn that place down." You're like. Not. No, your guy. Not. I mean, he said he was like that was his retirement. He thought he was going to make a fortune out of this. Yeah, I think he was going to be a fucking yeah. mental with you. Like, who's not going to want this? Oh, he was. Yeah. Just, to be honest, he was. He to me, he seemed genuinely gutted by the fire, and it was yeah. like yeah. genuinely, you know, genuine regret for not backing up the footage, and for I suppose for foolishly trusting, possibly Joe. Yeah, you know he, he yeah. did feel really shit about it, and that came across. You know, and and, and again, the thing about this show is it it keeps turning up things that you're thinking this is this is the limit. This is as far as this mentality goes. And it's like no, no, yeah. no, we can go <laughs> somewhere else here. No problem. No, it gets worse. Up up until this point, like I, I didn't really have anything against. Joe Exotic at all, like I didn't have no ill feelings towards him, but when uh, that came out as like, like allegedly he burned his place down, yeah, allegedly he burned it down, but until that I was like, all right, dude, you might be a bit, bit of a scumbag here. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, I think he's a scumbag, I'm thinking about the animals and shit, I just was like, you're keeping all these taggers, so... He was annoying, but he was. But I say, yeah. When he, I was like, oh no, you're you're a dick. You you're you're yeah. you're you're being a dick here. Yeah. But I think I actually think he had. I don't know he's one of these guys that. I, we've, I listen, man, we've met them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. We have met them who yeah. seem like the fuck guys ever, and fuck, they would never let you down, but they get paranoid as fuck, and yeah. they will do anything. Well, and see, that's, I think that's I, there'll be an element of that in the next episode. Um, yeah. But the other major thing that happens in this is that, okay, we get the fire, ruins the studio and the alligator pit, pit so he needs to rebuild. And he needs to, he needs money. He needs somebody to invest. And this brings us into one of the other sort of main players in this that's coming in at the halfway oh, point. Um, this is Jeff Lowe we're introduced to. And Jeff is he seems to be a well-to-do guy. Seems to seems to have a lot going for him. Um, former, seems to have a lot of uh, money. He was a former. Lead singer of Limp Bizkit. <laughs> One of many. They wrote that song. No, that song in Beast. How low can you go? How he low is can you go? That's based on him. Um, he, also... he seems to have a lot of bases in Vegas and things. And, you know, again, he's one of these tiger people as well. Um, if, if you want a wee tiger cub for your kid's birthday party, this is the kind of guy that you would call. He can arrange that sort of thing. 
obviously, money talks. Um, I, so he's well, bought he's, in now he, as Joe's investor, partner, if you will. Can I say it was not really for kids? It was more for women so he could buck them? Yes. Um, oh, fuck so There was a lot that they, oh, he, yes. he was having the, like, fucking orgies and stuff. And that's what they were saying. Bringing them to Vegas. Bringing them around to people in Vegas. <clears throat> and a lot of it was the attract women back for a bit of... How's your father? Oh, he was. Yep, he struck me as a sleazy bastard. He was wearing a fucking yep, yep. dude rag and That's a fucking. Disgusting. You know, he, he was walking around like he was a lead singer from Limp Biscuit. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was in his mid fifties. Yeah, yeah. And he was a uh, he had a criminal background as well. Oh, he did. I, but he had a fucking oh, cold dead stare. You wouldn't want to fucking mess with this guy by the looks of it. But it again, was, we it can get into that. I think that's the same as your, as your firm, which we can get into as well. I mean, yeah. the minute I see that guy, I went, don't trust him. Yes. <laughs> don't yes. trust him, you know, but that's... Well, that takes, us, that takes us into... That takes us nicely into... Because we're introduced to Jeff at the end of episode four. So episode five is Make America Exotic Again. And holy <laughs> good fuck, there's this what episode... This episode has it all. I mean, we literally yeah. have we have politics, we have death, and we also have what the vision of the new park and parts of the new park are. So, take it away, guys. Holy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> this is fucked. Actually, Michelle, what, what's your take on our Jeff Lowler? I find him a sleazy, dirty, disgusting rat. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a theme. <laughs> there's a theme. Um, see, the main th- the main theme in this episode is politics, and mm. I think that sums up. You know, you, we often ask ourselves, how the fuck do we get lumbered with these fuckwits that know nothing? Mm-hmm. This is how we get lumbered with Next, these fuckwits yeah. with no not that know nothing. It's all that kind of psychopathic behaviour. You know, self serving. You know the. You know, will say that they'll do everything for you to get your support. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of gaslighting, possibly. And this mm-hmm. is the episode where we find out that Joe, Joe has aspirations to be president of the United States. Yes. <laughs> and let me tell you, I think I'd rather have him than who they've currently got. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Although, if, if I could just oh. take a moment here just to backtrack a little bit about the whole Jeff Lowe thing. He kind of comes on the scene because Joe Exotic majorly fucks up uh, by putting up the photograph that Carl Baskin employees had been photographed with dead rabbits and yes. smiling and all yeah. that. So therefore, this kind of the straw that breaks the camel's back where she goes, you know what, fuck this. So I think we... Joe Exotic's <clears throat> head, he's told by the courts, you, you have to pay her $1 million dollars Yep. He doesn't have the fucking money to pay us, and this is where uh, Jeff. This is where Jeff in. comes in. I'll sort yeah. Before another another thing, sorry, sorry, man. Another thing we forgot to mention was he fucking sent her snakes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he did. I in the post. You know, just I, I just remembered that when you were saying that, cause you know, he, he sent her snakes in the post. Oh yeah, <laughs> proper, there's nothing normal about was, this boy. But uh, so, yep, that's I so, think. It was the it was the one million dollar lawsuit that got Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Aye. And then he's like, "Oh, this is the buy that can fucking save me and save my park." 
and therefore your bike kind of bases his way into this park and starts getting his grimy paws over everything. Like. It yeah. felt like he was sold the soul to the devil. It yeah. felt like he sold the soul to the devil. Really did. I mean, if you could ever, that, that's what it was like a story of, you know, here, here's, here's everything. And he's like, I'll do it all for you. But it's, you know, it's the old fucking, oh. you know, the old fucking awe in The Simpsons where you wish for something, but it always turns out going wrong. That's what yeah. fucking, that's what it was. Yeah. And he, uh, the bad move getting in fucking bed with this bike. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, that's that's really the start, I would say, of the downfall. I mean, mm-hmm. all right, Joe, Joe's his own worst enemy, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, getting in bed with this guy certainly, um, yeah, it certainly didn't didn't work out quite well. And then <laughs> essentially going into <laughs> politics as well, trying to be the fucking governor. Yeah, like that's true with the Senate America. Anybody can run for president. Anybody can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, was it? What was the? It wasn't. The, was it the Colbert show that they put up the list of? What was the Colbert Stephen Colbert show? I think it was. Yeah. Up, the, the list of like, here's like your Trumps and whatever's run run for office, but here's the alternative. Oh. And there's old it was like there. So he got this mini notoriety <laughs> work uh, nationwide because of this clip that was showed in the Colbert show. And then, like, whereas the whole world's laughing at him, he's like, "Oh, look, I'm on the fuck, I'm on national TV." And uh, it was actually sorry, it was it was John Oliver. Oh, John, John, Oliver. John Oliver, yeah. John yeah. Oliver. Colbert was earlier on, but it was John Oliver showed the that part, yeah. Video, yeah. yeah. And that that's this where then he's like, "Oh, fuck, say I, I can't do this," and he gets yeah. the grandeur here, and then. Like the people's laughing at you, man. Not with you. I don't give a shit and all this, and it was yeah. 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 His promo videos, he's like, "Fuck these motherfuckers!" <laughs> and his promo videos, <laughs> you're mad. Yeah, I'll never wear a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. I'm polygamous. <laughs> you know, I dress like a cowboy. <laughs> I can be your governor. This presidential. Run for office, he gets this young fella in to fucking uh, be his like campaign manager. Yeah, and uh, God love that young fella, like uh, what he's subjected to. Then, as I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about, like what's called yeah. at Joe's place. So, <clears> one <throat> of you can go into that. Is that in that episode? Because I'm losing me episodes here. Was that in that episode? Did that happen, or was that in the yep. later episode? No, no, it's that episode. Yes, yeah. we're getting that on to that one. Yep. Were the second, the younger of the two husbands? Yes, uh, was starting to, yeah, was starting to unravel. Um, yeah. and it turned out he was constantly. I mean, this is where it is the revelation, and this is going back to my being a dick about your man having no teeth. It yeah. turned out that Joe and his two husbands were doing a lot of meth and stuff yeah. like that. There, which a lot of meth, a lot of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Which explains the teeth, because it, it fucks your teeth up and stuff like yeah. that. There. But he must have been putting the math into fucking some candy and then eating that shit. And the taffy. Into the taffy. The taffy, sweet butter taffy. I gave you two dollars for all that juice. (laughs) All that juice. You got something And the fact that your man's sitting with he's sitting with the top off and he's got these no teeth. He's got the tattoos and stuff. They're I've seen an interview with your man recently 
uh, I think it was David Spade talking to him, like, and he's got the teeth all sorted now. Oh, wow, yeah, he's got but, teeth again. He's like, oh, wow, he's got a full set of teeth and all. He's a decent looking guy, too. But it's like, um, so David Spade's one to him. So was it your idea, with you know, to take the top off to be on camera? And it was like, no, it was their idea. <laughs> he's like, you know, for, and he's all why, and he goes, you know, for sex appeal. <laughs> But no, it's it's <laughs> Travis. We we get a bit of we get a bit more backstory on Travis, who is the second husband of Joe. Um, Travis is he's not happy. Like he's not. Nope. He's 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 certainly not with it in in a few of the interviews that he has and. It's actually a kind of sad wee bit happens where he's sitting, he's sitting with a rifle in the field. This is this is the last cigarette I'm ever going to smoke and all this, you know. And, yeah. and, and then, well, take it away, somebody. Yeah, well, <coughs> it shows the, the the video of him. I mean, your man's talking about it over the video, and he basically says, "Your guy keep he he always pointed the gun at people." Mm. and you know, As joking joke. about. And your man says, look, I've told you before, don't be pointing the gun at me. It's dangerous. And he went, oh, man, it's empty anyway. The chamber, you can't fire it. It's empty anyway. And next thing, it shows a video of him pointing the gun to his head and pretending to, say, to show, see, it's it's not it's not loaded. And unfortunately, it was. And you just see the poor guy's reaction of, is he taking the piss? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, fuck, this is real. <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck, he's dead. But you can see you know, the camera off camera now. You can just see the light yeah. of the flash yeah. of the gun yeah. and the sound of the gun, and your man just haunted. Haunted. That's, that's footage, it shows that young fella sitting there, and his reaction with the mouth open is exactly what the audience is doing at that exact moment. You're sitting there. Exactly. Yeah. What the fuck? So, yeah, that was harrowing and fucking really, really sad. Extremely Basically, bad. your man Joe had kept him by buying him all these guns and going he was out like, there and shoot stuff. Right. All he did, he wasn't even, yeah, he was just basically given as much drugs as possible to keep him there yeah. and going, here's the guns and a fucking a motorbike and, you know, drive around, do whatever you want. And that's why he stayed. Like, you know, uh, he, you he, know we, we talked earlier doing. about the cult sort of, you know, the, the cult yeah. mentality and that that's certainly part of it as well. I mean, uh, John Finley, he's actually, I think he's actually with a girl now. Um, yep. he's, yeah. you know, he actually said, no, I'm not gay. Uh, Travis was the same that, you know, neither one of them were gay, but they both married Joe, presumably because he had money and he was keeping them subdued. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was shagging, he was shagging a lot of the women on, on site. Yeah. As you say, the, the cult thing was, you know, that, that's the whole thing about the cults are, they'll turn around and say, you're free to go. There's nothing stopping you from going. <laughs> But they'll do that hold on you to keep them stay, and it's it's yeah. fucked up, man. And, really this, is. and then this brings us up to the second point where he was like, about Joe Exotic, and I was like, Dirty, what the fuck? Was that, uh, funeral? Was his funeral? Was it like the eulogy? Yeah. It was about him. The whole thing was about him. And the eulogy yeah. was like, just love when In I was. In front of like, the manor. Everybody's all like, on, on my bad days, and the, he would just. Bring up those big old golden balls and shove them in my face. Would you put the eulogy to this young fella? Yeah, I know. In front <coughs> of the sang one of his fucking songs. 
Yeah. And then sang one of his tunes, just all about him, him, him. And that that was another point where a major point for me was like, dude, you're a fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that takes us nicely into the sort of other sort of part of that episode anyway, whereas the essentially your man Jeff Lowe essentially takes over the park. Yeah. Because uh, Joe's fucking lost it. He's, he's lost. He's, it, yeah. he's lost the plot basically. Um. So your man takes over <laughs> the park. Lost the plot. Um. What 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 I really did find funny about that was the um the pizza restaurant that your man opened. It was called Zooters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a, take, a take on Hooters. But the the really shit part about that was the pizzas were using the fucking out of date meat. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And that's kind of where it all, you know, the end of that episode has another, again, with this series, it's very good with the cliffhangers. Mm. Basically, Jeff and Joe have a fight. (laughs) And Jeff alludes to the fact that the feds are watching Joe. Mm. And at that point, we're like, what the fuck? Um, takes yeah. us nicely into episode six, the penultimate episode, which is called "The Noble Thing to Do," mm. which was really and truly your man. This is where, well, this, this is where it gets this is very where, strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is where it starts to go. You think that's where I mean those the last two episodes where I'm go, you're going this guy that this guy's. There's a setup coming on here. There's something. He's just there's every time your man. What's his name again? Sorry, uh, apologies to rich dude. Jeff Lowe. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Lowe. Lowe. I mean, every time he uh, he was speaking, I was like, yeah. I know. I was just like, this guy is. There's fucking. He's evil and sleeking. There's. And, yeah. I, he's, <laughs> say, he's he's saying a lot but saying nothing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's very careful Shift. with his words. Shifting yeah. big time. You know, it's almost like feed. it's almost like he's assuming that he's being recorded all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt that's what was going on when he was telling you about the feds. He knew exactly what was going. You know, he was like, I, yeah. "That was all for the camera." And then that that brings in Alan, his sort of right hand man. That yeah, brings. Yeah, it does. Looked. I mean, you talk about a shark. Alan Glover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy, it's weird, though. I know a few guys that actually have his eyes, and not one of them is trustworthy. <laughs> it's really true to get said. I swear to fuck, he has those fucking wee slitty, evil old fucking eyes. Do you know that? Yeah. Did Danny notice? You look like a rat. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Did Danny just notice on his arm, he had like a fucking horn growing out of his arm? Yeah, I noticed that. Did you notice that? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like an, yeah. an actual and that's a thing, but it's just like it's like fucking hell boy shit. Like yeah. <laughs> this boy is the devil. <laughs> but the, yeah. this boy was the he was and he even Je- Jeff Lowe even said it. That's that's Jeff's trusted right hand man. Mm. And the the weird thing is your man's got he's got a isn't it a, a teardrop? Right. Teardrop, yeah. yeah. So a teardrop tattoo on his eye, and that symbolizes that he's killed somebody. And so we find out in this episode that maybe Joe, either bullshitting or not bullshitting, bullshitting, has been asking around to find somebody 
that he can pay to kill Carl Baskin. Carol fucking Baskin. So we find out that the FBI, they get an informant, they get a confidential informant called, um, this is your man, uh, James Gardson. Oh, who, Jesus. He's known by the oh. yes, He looks like a thumb. Who's <laughs> Prince Valiant. Yeah. He, um, he basically... Um, he he's got by the feds because he's he's another one that sort of is involved in sort of the animal movements, shall we say? Didn't yeah, he have he's, a he's got a lot of money. Exotic he's, monkey. Yeah, but he's got a lot or of money. Man. He's made a lot of money in strip clubs and bars well, and nightclubs and stuff. He so, was he selling stolen credit cards and stolen car. Oh, he was dodgy as fuck, so he was allegedly. <laughs> he just looked, he looked, as they say, in the old cockneys, he's a right slippery bastard. Yeah. And that's why he, he just was a slippy looking bastard as well, like, you yeah. know. So it's it's basically Hilarious. through, it's basically through James that we find out that Joe has been possibly trying to get somebody, like your man Alan Glover, to kill Carl Baskin. And Alan fucks yeah. off to Florida presumably mm-hmm. to do the job and then suddenly just snaps right out of it for whatever reason yeah. um, and we, we, we hear a few phone calls from um, between him and and Jeff Lowe and I don't, don't know about you guys but there's a couple of phone calls that I, I was sitting there thinking you're fucking leading this guy Jeff yeah yep. so yep. much. He is, he's, saying, he's actually telling him what to say he's basically going like isn't yeah. that right? Let's, yeah. Like, saying what, you know, uh, fucking dodgy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, like. So, so essentially, Joe fucking legs it. He's away. He, he's gone. Him and uh, yeah. him and his new husband, Dylan, um, yes. they fucked off. Husband number three. <coughs> yeah, husband number three. So Actually, they, Joe, not on some research, he's got four. Four. One other husband three. is in is in jail now for murder. Christ almighty, I didn't know like that. That's a, yep. There you go. A fourth husband is in fucking yep. jail for murder. Did he get married in jail? No, this is a different no, time. Like it just it was an earlier. might have been earlier. Yeah, Holy it was an fuck. earlier husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what the fuck? Nobody mentioned that. That was about 20, I think that was around 2001 or something, if I read rightly. So, yeah. It's amazing, dude. It's really hilarious. I never thought and during this coronavirus fucking nonsense that I, <laughs> I'd i be looking up fucking facts about nobody's and keep tigers. Yeah. I you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, it's this weird yeah. obsession I the have. World, the world takes us to wonderful <laughs> places sometimes. Um, Who would have thought? So no, it's it's absolutely. Up, like, I mean, this episode's just fucking. It, it's just mental. You know, we find out that there's possibly surveillance equipment at mm-hmm. Joe's place. Been recording stuff. Um, we also find out that Joe was using the park money to fund the um his his governor campaign, which is illegal. Uh-huh. Um, <coughs> all sorts of stuff. And basically, Joe like, just fucks off. Sorry, yeah, what was that, Cax? I, I think it was like he'd put six, he'd spent sixty grand yeah. on his president. 
champion, which uh, then he obviously never won that. So he's like, well, I'm not waiting enough four years to run for president again, so I'm going to run for governor. And all this bullshit, T-shirts, ball, uh, yada, 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 that goes along with but then, it. But to be honest, uh, yeah, but the, the thing is, we kind of missed another thing out throughout, going back to Carl fucking Baskin. I'll never eaten Baskin Robbins again, boys, I'm telling you. But, um... <laughs> The whole million pound thing, or sorry, million dollar thing, mm-hmm. no one thought she would keep going for that. You know, they, they, they that's right. It was like, oh, yeah, and then he started blowing up all those, like, you want my watch? And he blew up his watch and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> he financially, the pressure was getting, you I know, mean, that, that is what we're sh- it showed for it as well. The pressure was getting on him. Your woman was putting the pressure on him. She wanted, like, don't forget, he asked his parents, like, she went for, she wanted his parents' house as collateral. He had made a deal yeah. with her husband, and then all of a sudden, your woman, Carl, got on the phone and was like, no, fuck you, you're going to pay this whole thing, and by the way, I want your your parents' house as collateral. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of fucking, there's, it's, I know you could fit that into this whole podcast. There's so much. There's so much you know, dodgy stuff that he was doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Like yeah. He was signing, signing his parents' fucking signature all over the place. Yeah. And even your yeah. man, Jeff, took him to task for saying, you fucking forged my signature in about 20 different documents here. Yeah. What the fuck? He made the husband, John, uh, Johnny Noteith. He, um, he was the, he became the, the, he had the business signed over him and all that shit. It was right. constantly being signed over to different people. Yeah. So it was kind of like all the, it was everything was closing in on him. You know, yeah. and that, that's where he was like, I'm out the fuck here, you know. So he knew it was going to come to you, you know, that kind of. It was like watching a movie. And in fact, yeah. when you watch a movie, you would have gone, that's far fetched, that's a load of balls, mm-hmm. which incidentally they're talking about making. Uh, they've already cast your woman, uh, Kate. Um... Uh, your woman from Saturday Night Live. She was Kate in Ghostbusters. Kate McKinnon. They've already cast her as uh, Carl Baskin. Carl fucking Baskin. Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's fucking crazy. Um, but anyway, so we we basically, at the end of that episode, it's like, right, the feds get, they catch up with Joe, they find out where he is, they get him, he's arrested, he's thrown into jail, and they've basically... <clears throat> They're not getting them on the, not so much the murder. They weren't looking for him for the murder. They were looking for him because it turns out he may have illegally um, euthanized some tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he other was. bits of and other bits of animal cruelty. So they get him mm-hmm. on that, and then episode seven called Dethroned, and that takes us into that. Um, so basically, we we see Joe in court and and things like that, and basically this is where the whole murder thing comes in as well. And this fascinated me, it's like, they're doing Joe because he may have, well, your man Alan Glover says, money changed hands for him to go down and kill this girl. Right? Yeah. So they're doing Joe for it. But they're not doing Jeff, who was the instigator and possibly the planner, uh, you know, using Google Mm -hmm. Earth to plot where she was and all this. And they're not doing your man Alan for actually going down to do the act. They're going yeah, to do it. It's mad. Like, your man went, I'll go and kill this person. He never did it. Like, no. 
But it's like, you're to kill someone. Like, you're getting paid to do it. That's fucking mad that he never got caught. And he just talks away about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I sure was. I, I, I thought, why, why not? Like, to be fair, to be fair, Exactly. And that's, and this, but I think this, 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 what this has done is, is Bill or someone was saying earlier that Carl Baskin's being investigated now, but a lot of those guys are now being investigated. Oh, they're yeah. all starting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's opened up. This has opened up everything. This is the worst thing that could have happened to them. They, they're, they're actually, they're, their own egos and shit have got them yeah. into trouble because yeah, even your man, um, I, that cunt, they're all, you know, they went on to the, they went on to this documentary, and that's the thing that's probably going to seal their fate. Every one of them have done a documentary because of their ego, and it's sealing everyone on their fucking fates because they're yeah. all going to end up in fucking jail over this. It's mm-hmm. it's kind and of it, weird. It, it seems that it seems that everybody involved pretty much, I wouldn't say ganged up on Joe, but they certainly had, and uh, you know, they they certainly didn't help him or throw him any bones or anything they got. They certainly had strong opinions against him. Um, but as you say, Stevie, it's like, yeah, th- but that Pandora's box is open now, and it's like, yeah. you're all getting it, you know. Yeah, I've heard your man. Uh, I've heard. I suppose we can talk about the aftermath of this, because uh, mm. there's really not much that happens in that episode apart from, um, we find out that Joe gets done for is it twenty nine years? Yeah. He gets done for 29 um, years, gets, in, gets incarcerated, um, and that's pretty much it. Then we find out just about the new zoo. They close down the GW Zoo, and they're opening up this new one. Um, your man, fucking Jeff Lowe, teams up with your other fucking psycho guy, Tim Stark, to build this new one. They fall out. Yeah. All sorts of shit happens there. Um, <laughs> and we basically find out from some of the employees basically how their lives are and stuff. And I, I suppose for me that was that was the saddest part was yeah. the the collateral damage from all of this. I mean, I felt yeah. bad for your man uh, John Rankey, the the guy that yeah, had the, the guy two fake the... legs. Yeah, I felt really sorry for him. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> like, he seemed to be really good at his job. He enjoyed it and. And you know, yeah, it just he just did. He, he, he did, though. Sorry, but watching the and this is something else. If you watch this, go and watch the Louis Theroux thing. He wasn't as he was a wee bit. You need to watch it. Actually, he was a bit different than that. He was yeah. a bit more aggressive than that. I found when I watched it. Uh, yeah, um, I think isn't he? Well, I think most of the ones in the the whole thing are ex. They're ex criminals. All of them, yeah. I think. Now, to be fair, Louis Theroux brings that out because Louis kept Louis Theroux will keep asking the questions about, well, you know, is it right to do this? And and you know, and and kept mentioning Peter and stuff. So they probably did get into the defensive. Um, so that's probably where I came from, where he was a lot. They were a lot more on the defensive with him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it'd be interesting. Apparently, Louis Theroux put on Twitter that he says he is going to come out and talk more about what went on. Now that this has come out, so that that will be really interesting to hear as well. Yeah, it's, I mean it's, and we we hear that there's a possibility of another episode dropping um, mm-hmm. this week, possibly on Netflix, awesome. uh, an episode eight. 
Um, apparently, Jeff Lowe has been very vocal about this on social media. Right. <coughs> you just saying that, well, that in the aftermath of this, uh, like uh, your man Jeff Lowe isn't in prison already. I'm very surprised. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he does seem... I mean, there was... Some people actually made the accusations that the guy has no fucking money at all. He just gets yep. through by bullshit. Because the car was a rental or something, wasn't it? The, yeah, the, the car the, was yeah, a rental. Car, all the photos. Home was. Uh, the home was a rental. Yeah. Um, but he also has still got things pending in in um, Vegas. Yeah. So he, because he's still like, if he does anything wrong, you know, as well, but he's still got other things pending. So he's, um, he's he will go down in your other man. He's, he's, he's going to go down eventually as well. Um, but your guy, the, 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 the big, the ginger dude, which I forgot to say, I'm sorry guys, I forgot his fucking ginger dude. James? James? James, yes. Um, he's, he, he I can see him out of all of them, he's the one that will get away scot-free. Probably. He seems that kind of person, you know, he's that kind of, well, he's, he's, a, give a, give he's already a confidential info. informant, so they'll just yeah. keep him, they'll keep him dangling. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but there was one other guy that we haven't actually mentioned that I uh, fucking he made me laugh so much. And again, I kind of felt really bad towards the, the, the very last couple of things we see him. And that's your man, Eric Curry. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with yeah. the long hair. I fucking mm. laughed. Whenever, I think it's episode two, He's the interviewer asks him, so what about your man, Doc Ample, and all his wives? And he just turns around and goes, I don't give a fuck. Or was it, I don't fucking care, or whatever it is. And it's just, he just didn't care. But I kind of got the feeling that, you know, essentially at the end of that, that he's he's fucking, he's borderline alcoholic, if he isn't already. Like, yeah. I mean, he's he was loving. He was, there was a part where him with the kids, there was kids and he had the tiger and he started going, I'm a little tiger, short and stuff. And he was like, here's his tail, here's its mouth, and basically it'll fucking eat you or something. <laughs> But I was like, oh, that's a bit dark. <laughs> you know, but there you go, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who are about, you know, you, uh, as I say, it said you about your girl, uh, he was one of Doc's apprentices and stuff. Uh, she was on it quite a bit, and, I, and, and it was very good, some of the stuff she came up with. And there was your TV woman as well, the, the, uh, the news girl, who was yeah. basically kind of. You know, going back to the episode three, she was, and other things she was saying. You know, there's a lot of dodgy things with your woman Carol Baskin. You know, and as I said, that watching it again, I think if you watch it again, you, it's the first two episodes. You start to go, oh, the third episode makes a lot of sense here. Yeah, you know, sure. if you watch the way she gets on and stuff, you know. But now they're, they're, none of them, none of them came out in good light. I would say that's my overall summary. Yeah, of it, you I know? would agree with that. I mean, it's like if if anything, it, it highlighted it highlighted quite a lot in in that there's a lot of things wrong with America. Yeah, you know, I mean, you had uh, the fact that people are allowed to have animals, and then the legal system and. And just yeah. attitudes and and just things like that. It was just it was bullshit. There's a lot of people like there's a lot I think they said the at the end of it when they were bringing up like the three bits of tax at the end of this, it says that big cat's 
uh, Protection Act didn't pass. So, no. Yeah. But I thought that was very clever of your man, Doc, uh, Doc Antle as well. He actually went to Congress with the yes. animals. And it's like, oh, look at all these cuddly tigers and stuff. And took photos of them I mean, all and publicized all the yeah. photos. So if these oh, people... That was genius. It was genius. Yeah. Absolute genius. <laughs> it was just ammunition. Like, just ammunition. Yes. Although it did say at the end, his place got fucking raided last year. Yep, December, his place was raided. But it didn't yeah. say what happened. It just says he got raided. Didn't hear anything else about it. It's probably still an ongoing yeah. investigation. Mm. I, I would say there will be a series two. I think there will be a series two. Um, there's no about, because there's going to be so much. It's, it's a bit like... Um, making a murder. Yeah, uh, you know, there's there, there's so much people are people are dying to hear what else is going to come out. Unless you know, yeah. people can't get enough of this at the moment. You know, and it's 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 crazy. It's it's everywhere you look. It's it's talking about this, which was exactly the same as making a murder. You yeah. know, uh, you know. Um, so yeah, I would say there's a lot more to come in this. Here's a question uh, for you all. How many Go is there, how many is there going to ask Santa for a wee tiger cub for Christmas? <laughs> At two grand? Fuck off. It's Santa, he's got unlimited money. It's all right, we've got Actually, I'll take two. I'll take two. Jones has already got two. Jones has got, I've got two. He is domestic, Jones. How Jones fucking Jones cute were the wee Jones tigers? Exotic. How Jones fucking domestic. cute were they? They were fucking lovely. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I can't hear you, Michelle. She mm-hmm. muted. Nope. Not can hear. I can hear. I don't hear. Yeah, we can hear. We sure. can hear. Yeah. We can hear. Why can't I? <laughs> Michelle said that. No, I'm not going to say it. that's rude. <laughs> I can't say that, Michelle. There's no way. No way. I'm not saying that. On the... no. That's I don't care how big it was. Don't and I don't disgusting. care how much fun you had. We're not doing that, no. Disgusting. So, uh, <laughs> oh, she's wild. She's absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> the little, Michelle, if, if this hasn't come through on the podcast, Michelle says she was worried about the little, she didn't like the little snowman leopard. Snowman leopard? Stumble effort. In the van, with you know that was overheating, which is absolutely. Uh, that was actually a, that was an interesting point because they said should that not be like somewhere cold, and your man's just like, eh, not if they're acclimatized to be grand. And I'm like, yeah. fucking I, hell! Right. Like, like, don't worry, like, I'm gonna make it over. Yeah, fucking mental. Fucking there you go, guys. We, Here, we did a wee podcast. I've got some. I've got some points if you just want to hear some interesting shit that are... Like, no, no, we're going to finish right things? now and fuck you. No. <laughs> Suck it. How are you joking? Just so you know, um, Joe made all the employees sign non-disclosure agreements for $1 million. $1 million. But go. it turned out they weren't legally valid. No. Um, <laughs> and he checked this out. Joe Exotic was so delusional that he thought he... He was doing all this inbreeding with like the ligers and all that. He thought he actually seriously thought he could create a saber toothed tiger. Yeah, I knew that was in there. Yeah, 
That was from <laughs> that was from that was from Louis Theroux. He did talk about that in Louis on the Louis Theroux one. God love him. I actually forgot about that man. How did I forget about that? Fucking hell! Like I should, next up, we'll create a mammoth. Fucking idiot! Not from a time. Uh, obviously, as we know, Joe didn't sing any of the songs. They were by Clinton Johnson Band. Played uh, mostly a bit massive part in all them songs. Yeah. Um, no way. You know, Joe Exotic at, at age nineteen. Joe Exotic at age nineteen. He was chief of police in Texas. Yep. <laughs> at nineteen. <clears throat> yep. Um. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, he's been in prison for a year and a half now. And uh, let me see what else. Oh, yeah, we talked about the fourth husband. <laughs> uh, Doc Antle was, <laughs> check is it, Doc Antle was on stage with Britney Spears, you know, that time in the 2001 VMAs when she came out with all the animals. Yeah. Doc Antle's in that. <laughs> yeah, but he, here, here, he, he gave all, like, that's another thing he did, give all, like, his animals, he, he brought them to Hollywood and all. It was like yeah. a mighty Joe Young and all that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Hundreds of. Hundreds of movies, he said. Yeah. yeah. I actually remember seeing him on David Letterman. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that too. Here, one la- one final one. Uh, I could have had more, but uh, I'll just do this one last one. You know, after the zoo fire, your man Rick Kirk- Kirkham's? Kirkham, yeah. Kirkman, yeah. yeah. Rick Kirkham's house, his house burnt down. Fuck. Burnt down after that fire as well. Well, well, well. Because probably... If you think about it, like he might have went, fuck, he might have some other shit in his house. Oh, that's crazy. So that's how he lived. He lived at the fucking park. He did, yeah. Right, because he was there 24 7. I ain't filming, like, Holy fucking hell. Fuck. But that's still, mad. his house, you know, we're, yeah, fucking mad. Well, that, uh, like, Saber Tooth Tiger. <clears throat> I have to say, like, like uh, when this all settled by the end of that last episode and, like, Joe Exotic goes down for it. I did, even though he's done scumbag things, I felt sorry for him that he was the only one that went down for it. Like, yeah, pretty much what it was. They went after him initially because you were attempting to murder Kieran Baskin. However, we're going to get you in five or six other things, and that's why he went down. So he goes yep. down for this. One of the main reasons being a youth, when he said euthanized five tigers, they said you killed five tigers. He said he euthanized them. Doc Antle's doing the same shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, they all are. Because he was the one that told them. He was the one that told Joe, "You can't keep all those tigers. You can't. What are you going to do with them? You have to." You know, them. pretty much admitted it. Yeah, I said because their whole thing was a tiger has its use up until a certain age, and after that, all this is a fucking bill, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. So exactly. what are you keeping it for? So apparently, the the, the rumor went at the end. Of this was that Doug Adel allegedly gases his fucking uh, adult tigers and puts them in a fucking cremates them. Did there. you say? Did you say adult tigers or adult tigers? Is this when you heard gassing them? Adult. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the hand. I'm sorry. It's just when you say gassing them. <laughs> the Jesus. <laughs> Can we cut that out? <laughs> so, like, that was by the end of it. That was that was talk about that. Our Joe Exotic was the only one hung out to dry for all this, which seemed a bit fucked up. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah there you go. Mm. Uh, so there you go, guys. Um, good. Would you rate if you had to give uh, Tiger King a rating? What would you give it? Like for 10. 
like for for must see TV for like a Stevie saying like it just you, you get into it and you can't stop watching. It's a lot alone. It's five stars, man. It'll yeah. keep you fucking. If, if yeah. Any show that keeps you going back for more as frequent as that did. Yeah, that's favorite. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, it it came at the right kind of time. You know, everybody's locked down. Everybody's Mm -hmm. looking for good stuff to watch. And, you know, I I kind of think that if if we weren't in lockdown, if if everything was normal, um, this would still be quite a big hit. Yeah. People would still, you know, you'd still see all the memes coming through and, and things like that, you know. Yeah. It's another, it's another, it's another making a murder. As yeah. I say, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not... So, um, the, other thing, the other parallel draw with the Making a Murder, Making a Murder was such a big hit on Netflix that it reopened that case where your man, uh, the dopey cousin of Making a Murder, uh, got... Brandon Dossie. Brandon Dossie, yeah. yeah, he, he ends up getting free because of the popularity of the show. So something like this, maybe if you're saying it's going to get a season two and all these people make it fucking lawsuits yet, all from the yeah. popularity of the show. Uh, it's, so, it sort of shows the power of television. Indeed. The power Indeed, TV, yeah. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, also the other thing about it, like, even though the, 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 the story itself is sensational, but I actually loved how the documentary was together. The guys that made this done a fucking hell of a job putting it together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hangers every episode. Like, well, the, even, you go back to yeah. the, the start of episode one, and every wee two, three, five-second, ten-second clip is everybody going... Well, fuck that start. I think, even that alone was like, ooh. Well, here, here I think documentary going. makers have taken a leaf out of like sort of, of soap operas in a weird way mm, that yeah. they 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 have yeah. used a cliffhanger. They've went, hang on, we could do this, in a, you know, because yeah. the way people because now binge watching's a thing. That's yeah. what it's about. It's it's to make it as addictive as possible. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because if not a season two, definitely a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the Bonds money will talk as well. Bonds. Yeah. Netflix will Bonds. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you haven't watched this, I've spoiled the shit out before you. But big on it's a hell to be honest. Sorry, Cags. To be honest, we might have spoiled a lot of stuff, but there's a whole lot we've missed out oh. on. Oh, I definitely because there's not enough time. There's just not enough time. To I would talk like about to it, think but... if people are listening to this, they have watched the, you know, yeah. they've they've watched a couple of the episodes, and you know we we've recorded this in episodic order anyway, so, um, you know they can pause, watch the episode, then listen to our lovely voices, and then watch another episode. And then go, they miss so much. Yeah, well, a bunch <laughs> of losers. <laughs> We give you the clip. We give you the clip notes version, you know. So there you go. Yeah. And but anyway, well, we'll we'll call it a. I think we're called a night there. What do you reckon? Yep. Yep. Sure. No bar. Do you want to? you want to sing a wee tune for to end the oh, show? Tiger. Here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. All right, folks. We've no, been the sixth chance. You've been wonderful, and keep listening to our podcast. We'll have a new show for you soon. You're sucking that. There you go.